From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Well, now we want to turn to McDonald's. Earnings disappointing. Uh, is this not only important for things to come at McDonald's, but also for fast food in general and maybe even for the entire economy? Scott Rothbort joins us now. He's president and founder of Lakeview Asset Management. Scott, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on again. Well, first let's talk about the news. What happened to McDonald's? Why did their earnings disappoint? Well, you know, earnings disappointments are, are based upon expectations. So one can make the argument that perhaps analysts were expecting uh, that the company would do better, especially with same-store sales. Um, but I think you have to look at, at McDonald's in a more holistic way and, and not really focus in on, on the individual uh, data points that uh, they released. McDonald's is a company <clears throat> really – uh, kind of a, in, in, onto a, a sector of its own when you think about it. It's, it's the largest global restaurant chain. But as I tell my students at Seton Hall and I ask them what's McDonald's in the business of doing, they all say selling hamburgers. I said, no, they're in the, they're in the retail business. Uh, sorry, they're in, the, um, um, uh, they're in the real estate business rather than the retail food business because they are one of the largest uh, real estate operators in the country. As a matter of fact, you can go online. McDonald's has uh, a whole list of properties that are uh, for sale by McDonald's. And what McDonald's has been doing is that they have been in the process over the last few years of refranchising their units. In other words, McDonald's itself no longer wants to be in the operating business. They would rather be a franchisor and lease their real estate to the franchisees. And this is the way the business is going. Now, you can't really compare McDonald's to an up-and-coming restaurant chain like Zoe's. You know, that's one of my favorite ones, or Wingstop or El Pollo Loco. They're really in different categories, even though they both sell food. You know, those, mm-hmm. those companies are a little bit more specialized in terms of the meals that they offer, um, and they're much earlier in their, okay. in their growth phase. Having said that, Scott Rothbord, does McDonald's trade as a real estate company or as a restaurant business? Because the stock is up less than 3% so far this year. Uh, compare that to the S&P 500, a gain of about 6%, and uh, it's paying just under 3% of a dividend. Well, I, that's a great question. Um, I have said for the last several years um, that you have to look at McDonald's as being a dividend stock as a company that's basically going to be paying out cash flow through dividends and stock repurchases. Now, uh, Pim, you and I have talked about McDonald's well over a decade now, and I bought it back in 2003 when the company was really uh, at its bottom in the midst of really a a, a problematic period for the company. And then over the next 10 years, they transformed themselves and and fixed the, the, uh, the company up. They expanded internationally, and by 2013, 
you really couldn't do anything more with McDonald's that you had already done over the course of that period of time. And now it was a now it's about uh, squeezing as much hmm. cash flow out of its operations, out of its franchises, out, out of its real estate. So I look at McDonald's as a company that's yielding three percent. That yield is going to go up uh, probably sometime in the fourth quarter of this year. Um, and I look at McDonald's from the point of view of being a, a substitute for um, bonds rather than being a growth company. Okay, well, that's an interesting point because uh, we see in our Bloomberg uh, news story today that uh, Stiffel Financial Corp's Paul Westra, Westra has raised concerns about the restaurant sector hitting a downturn, harboring for a broader economic slump in the U.S. next year. Uh, Westra and Jeffries Group analyst uh, Alexander Slagle uh, downgraded other restaurant stocks today, uh, Red Robin. So I guess you're saying you don't compare McDonald's to the other sort of, you know, fast, casual dining uh, chains. You say that they exist in their own and they're, they're safe like a bond. But when you look broadly at the industry, what's it telling you? Well, the, what's telling me is that it's a very broad industry. You really answered your own question there. Um, I look at companies like Zoe's, which is in the early part of its growth process. By the way, we own Zoe's uh, in our restaurant portfolios. Um, we, we talk about Zoe's and McDonald's and other restaurant companies in our newsletter, which is available uh, for the general public. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, McDonald's it really is, is, is a much older, more established company. Um, but when you look at Dave & Buster's, um, I, I'm not going to say that the people who go to Dave & Buster's are going to be the same people who are going to go to McDonald's. What, what McDonald's has that everyone else doesn't have is basically a McDonald's <clears throat> pretty much at every exit on every major um, highway along this country. All right? And that's, that's really who they're trying to service these days, people who are along the highways, people who want quick meals. Okay? The same cannot be said for I dine. Uh, sorry, um, for um, for Dine Equity, who owns uh, Applebee's and IHOP. Uh, the same can't be said for uh, you know other restaurant chains um, like uh, Ruby Tuesday. Hey, look, yesterday um, there was a major investor who put a lot of money into Buffalo Wild Wings. So you may have some analysts who come out and down uh, downgrade the entire industry, but I think selectively there are some great bargains. Uh, and there's some great growth ahead for some of these chains. Scott Rothfort, the founder, the president of Lakeview Asset Management. Thank you very much. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.